Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah and Bandit and Bulby is here. Nice. Yeah, a collection. But he moved away when we started recording. He wants to be by the mirror. Of course, he, he needs to give himself. Me. Yeah. Well, he's facing away from the mirror. He's looking at me. Oh, okay. So, and he's just staring at me, and sometimes I worry that he's going to kill me, but also I know that he loves me, and he would never do that. I don't know. Cats are pretty suspicious. Link, every time I feed them, she runs. So I feed them in the living room, but without fail, I fill up their food bowls, and she sprints into my bedroom, up on my vanity, and looks at herself in the mirror. And my mom is like, she's telling the mirror cat that it's time for dinner. (laughs) I don't know why she does it. It's just a weird thing she does. So, what's going on with you in the past week? Oh my god, nothing. Um, uh, no, no, it's literal nothing. Um, nothing oh, wow. has happened in my life. I went to a play with my parents. Which one? Um, I went to see Once at Only. And I oh, was wow. excited. Because I didn't know I, that they were doing Once. Yeah, because I love the movie and I've never actually seen the musical. I did not like mm. it at all. And I was so surprised. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a shame. My mom had seen Once in London, and she liked it there and didn't like this show. Meanwhile, mm. my dad liked it in London and liked this show. So we have all sorts of varied takes on this. Um, I read reviews of it, and they were all really positive. So I don't know. Um, okay. It just, for me, the, the character interpretations were off. And I get that, like, every actor can do the character their own way. But I guess I really wanted to see the movie interpretations of the characters. And I thought that they mm. really, like, ramped stuff up. Like, he was so much angrier and meaner. And she was, like, so okay. much more pushy. And I was like, what I love about the movie is how, like, subtly and naturally it unfolds without all these big emotions. Like, it's very understated. And I love understated. So uh, I felt like a lot of that got lost. And then they also took out some songs that I really like. So that was mm. disappointing. Um, but it was still, you know, fun to hang out with the parents and see theater and all that. So that's nice. Um, yeah. And be in my hometown. And so. be in my hometown. Yeah. I went to Green Turtle. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. They have great Mai Tais there. Oh, yeah? See, I'm not drinking yeah. right now because I'm trying to lose weight. So I've been, fair, I haven't fair. had anything to drink in like a month. Sad. Wow. I know. I don't think I I've mean, had a drink all of 2019. Whoa. Look at that. That's crazy. Wow. But I've lost 16 pounds. So. Wow. Hmm? That's good. Yeah, That's very good. good. Thank you. Yeah. It's been pretty painless. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV, not writing, not editing, even though I'm supposed to. My agent emailed me yesterday and was like, are you alive? And I was like, I sure am. And um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I really am not doing okay. anything with my life. Oh, I'm doing more tutoring. Getting better at time. Oh, language. nice. Yeah. So I'm doing good, that like three good. times a week. I did that yesterday. That's it. Okay, your life. Um, well, I feel like I lived like three lives in the last okay, week because so a you lot lived, happened. You did all the stuff I wasn't doing. Yeah, yeah, okay, basically. Good. So I don't know when we last recorded, probably like Thursday or some shit. Yeah, I think so. Because um, I think it took forever for us to like sit down and do it. But then the following day, I wrote in a 24-hour like podcasting festival. Ooh, okay. We usually do it as like a theater festival, but this time they were like, we can't get a space, so we want to do it as like podcasts. It was so insanely stressful because Friday was the only day in the past two weeks that I could cancel everything except for whatever I was doing at night and um, 
take the laxative course, that I needed laxative to take adventure. for my yeah. stomach problem. Yeah, so it was horrible. <laughs> I woke up at um, like 7 in the morning or something like that. I mixed together the liquid, and then I had to drink it. And I had to drink two 16-ounce oh, like, cups of this shit. It was Horrible. It was like you took, like, nasty, bitter, gross coffee, not, like, good coffee, and you mix it together with, um, like, cherry syrupy medicine, um, oh, and no. that was the flavor. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, God. Um, and so I drank the first one, and then I was immediately on the toilet. I was stuck on the toilet for an hour and a half. Oh, God. Just it was just coming out of me it was horrible um i don't wish it on anyone and then i had to finish the second one and then like you know i was going to the bathroom less frequently and so then i took a nap for three hours nice um so that was good and then i woke up and then nothing else was coming out of me at all so that wasn't helpful because then it created this giant gas bubble in my stomach no and i it was so uncomfortable and i had to go to campus and write this play that we were too ambitious with and i felt horrible and i wanted to leave the whole time um but the show is good um if anyone wants to listen to this they can just search um wpts and then also red eye r-e-d-e-y-e um and it should pop up my Mine um, is the girl that I dated, the one who was transphobic and really likes bet. She um, does a lot of these twenty-four hour theater things with students uh, in the city. They're in DC. amazing, um, and she loves doing them. They're but so that's fun. Just, that's it's just like the input. only kind of theater <laughs> I enjoy anymore. God, yeah. she's hot. Yeah. God, that transphobic girl with terrible opinion. She is so fucking hot. Oh wow. Well. Oh well. This is the one that liked bet. Yeah. 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 Mm. She's really Rip. Hot. She was real butch and really hot. I think this tiny little yeah. butch girl. That was nice. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. About her. <laughs> um, so that's just Friday. It was bad. Then Saturday uh, and Sunday, I was in a cabaret. The first oh, night was bad. The second night was good. Okay. That is go that i have video of it it's gonna go up on my youtube channel eventually when i get the footage what did you do Someone in else that it. i sang meadowlark from oh, the baker's wife i don't know it but cool okay it's somewhat famous because patty lapone uh-huh. um did it one time and her version of it is famous um and i think i did a good job the second night the first night i forgot the <laughs> fucking words so that was oh, great yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's typical for me and then today wait no yesterday yesterday was monday Yesterday, I woke up, got an email from uh, a Hillel in Ontario who I applied to work for saying that I got um, an interview with them. So that was great. But Ontario. And then, Hmm. yeah, it would be in London, Ontario, too. So it's like two hours away from Toronto. So it's like not my number one choice, but also I'd rather have a job than not have a job. And also working for Hillel is probably better than an environmental nonprofit because they'll pay me better. Mm. And then I can move from that Hillel to a different part of Hillel or like yeah. higher up in Hillel or whatever I want to do with it. Um, so yeah, that was that was the first good news I got on Monday. <laughs> then I also got an email while I was in class that I got um, an internship, a paid internship doing environmental reporting. Oh my God. So that's very cool. I'm really stoked about that one. Congratulations. Um, 
I know. I'm really happy. Thank you. And then um, something else happened afterwards, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, Avocado Toast is now live. Yay! It's back up. We're doing it again. Um, Those episodes you can find anywhere, pretty much. Um, But what is the other thing that I did? I put up a new Degrassi episode, finally. So that is also live. I did see that. I did see that. Let me see if I wrote it down in my diary. What the fuck did I do? I don't know. Oh, my best friend called me. That's nice. Well, that's not very helpful because I guess nothing else happened. Um, Okay, but then today I met with this kid whose piece I was editing for the magazine that I work for currently. Not the environmental one. Just this other fucking journal. (laughs) Um, And then... uh, I had my interview, which was good. It went really well. I really like the lady who interviewed me. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer that I wouldn't get to work with her because she kind of works for like the broader mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of Hillel's in Ontario, whereas I would just be at a specific school's location. Mm-hmm. But it's fine because that one would be doing advocacy work, which is what I want to do. Yeah. And then I had to reach out to Hillel again for this fellowship I applied for for them. Can you tell I'm trying to work for Hillel? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, they just like have... A lot of job opportunities, so I'm just applying. Yeah. Um, but I applied to be um, a social justice fellow with them, and I had to reach out because I hadn't heard back, but someone else that I know who um, is doing a different track than I am, she's doing, like, an innovation fellowship. Mm-hmm. She got her assignments already for who she will be interviewing with for her second round of interviews. Um I'm a little bitter because she got like three or four, whereas I only got one Hmm. school. But it's fine. I got one school to tell me that they are interested in interviewing me. Um, I just have to pull out all the stops. And um, uh, that one would be in Santa Cruz. Ooh, okay. In California. So that would be interesting. Um, It's an hour from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So I could have a gay girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on the beach. So, I have like, family in Santa Cruz. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Santa Cruz, and I never thought I would go to California. I've been to two weddings but... there due to the family that I have there. It's nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully I get it, because that would be a job for two years that could then transition into another job later on. There so you that'd go. be good. Yeah. Oh, I got, um, did I announce before that I had the cover? Not the cover. I had that mock cover that wasn't supposed to be leaked, but I have the release date. That wasn't, that's it was not, not the real supposed cover. to be released. Um, I don't know if it's the real cover or not. According to my editor, it's just a mock up, but like I have a feeling that next month they're going to be like, here's your cover and it's going to be the same cover, it's which is fine because I like the cover, but like I was hoping for more of a announcement. It was not supposed to be out yet. So that was okay. The, yeah. That was well, there. I cut it from last time, so, Good. so but I'll, yes. I'll leave this uh, in. This is fine. So yeah. So what happened is last time we were recording, like I don't feel like this has a big enough audience that I need to be really concerned about this information getting out. Um, I checked Goodreads <laughs> and there was a cover up for my book Sick Kids in Love, and um, I was like, what is this? Because I hadn't seen a cover yet, and so I emailed my editor and asked about that. And uh, the cover is actually still up for the paperback version of it on Goodreads, so you can go look at it, but um, still act surprised when there's a reveal, <laughs> um, and congratulations on listening to this podcast and getting information early, I guess, but um, <laughs> Benny's already seen it, so whatever, but um, so, 
that's um uh our situation basically so yeah i have a release date it's november 5th and it's going to be in hardcover which is really exciting yes, yes. and um uh, i saw my editor's submission letter for not my editor my agent's submission letter for uh my lesbian dirty dancing retelling and the submission yes. letter is amazing so now i just need to actually Good. do the edit so we can actually go on sub because i've just been dragging my feet but well, have, do it because I, I want to freaking read it, Hannah. I know. I'm the worst. I will. Um, yeah. Anyway, the L word um, broke my heart this week. Uh, uh, yeah. I guess I can't say that it broke my heart because I had already seen it like a thousand times. Yeah. Oh, so. I was hoping it would take longer before I'm to show up. I was, oh, God, everything was going so well for Shane. Why can't Shane just have things? She's going to get, like, a bigger house for him. And... I know. She loves him so much. And... Why is this happening? She can't have any of those things now. Why can't this just be her happy ending? Mm, Because it's TV. And no one's allowed to have a happy, stable life in TV. Uh, In Queer's Folk, lots of characters have happy, stable lives. So... Oh, That'll well, teach you. then never mind. Hmm. Um, you'll like it. It's nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> there were a lot of sex scenes this episode, like a lot, like four. There was uh, Helena and that lady, Catherine. God, she's a um, fucking hot. Um, Paige and Shane. Uh, Tasha and Alice. Oh, Kit and, and uh, Poppy. Kit and Poppy didn't have sex, but they, well, yeah, yeah, they yeah. hooked up. And then Tasha and Poppy. Oh, yeah, Alice and Not Tasha, Tasha. Tasha and yeah. Alice, yeah. Wow, you're right. Things, yeah. I didn't it didn't even register like that in my brain. Yeah. So, um who should we start with? Let's start with Jenny cuz she was the opening I scene. I was thinking, yeah, what is with that opening scene? That didn't seem to have like any relevance so to dumb. anything else. No. Uh sometimes they make Jenny have weird curls in her hair and she looks like fucking Shirley Temple. Yeah, what the shit? It. And then she's like getting attacked by the memory of Sounder, but Sounder is nowhere to be found in this episode and she doesn't appear to be having any emotional turmoil about it anymore yeah and the the dog has a little jewish star rock so that's interesting that is extremely she also says to him um i hope i don't rot in hell which is dumb and if yeah. they did literally any research they would know that there's no <laughs> jewish heaven or hell I know. so oh, god these <sighs> They really could have done like one minute's worth of research. I know. And they didn't. Oh, God. And <laughs> then the cuts on her arm, I guess, were harkening back to the self injury stuff. But it was. There were cuts on her arm? I didn't even know that. Yeah, the dog that. like attacked her arm and she had like blood going down her arm. Like, like the, oh. the phantom dog, I think. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was just from the dog attacking her. I didn't realize that it was supposed to be symbolic of I, maybe it's not but that was maybe but it I could be it yeah i don't know yeah whatever that was but it, it had nothing do to do with the rest of the episode else. um every other Did she time even do was, anything this episode well she was just around being like hardcore business bitch and it was hot um oh yeah oh, was all like it was hot i thought it was annoying oh i loved it because bet was all like what about your friendship and jenny's just like what's friendship i've never heard of friendship and she's just like so <laughs> hardcore and i was really into it <laughs> this is definitely my favorite okay. Jenny. I'm, if this is Jenny for the rest of the series, I'm very excited. Like, I love just like... Oh, sh- well, she is like this. So yes! get fucking okay, ready. I'm waiting for boss bitch Jenny. This is definitely more fun than like 
whispering and leaning against a wall jenny so oh no yeah definitely whispering and leaning against a wall jenny is like <laughs> the worst. not even a character and i love how everybody so. just openly can't stand her and yet they're still friends with her because it just feels yeah. surreal to me like i have so many friends who i just do not like so it's oh my like, god that's terrible i ghost people and cut people out of my lives but then I get really sad, and then I'm like, I need my friends back, and then no. I'll be nice to people who are mean to me. Yeah, see, I just, it's like, fine. I just don't like a lot of my friends, but, like, I still like them more than people who aren't my friends, and, like, like a, like a caring about them way. Like, if they were in a fight mm. with somebody who I didn't know, like, I would absolutely take my friend's side because they're my friend. But then just, like, on a one-on-one basis, I, like, don't care about them. But I don't really care about very many people because I'm kind of a bad person, so... That's my life. Okay. I care about, like, five people. And then I'm just kind of like, eh, about everybody else. Like, Mm. I don't wish bad things upon them. I just, like, don't really care. I'm I'm not a super nice person. I don't like these words that you're saying to me. I still try to be nice to people. But there's nothing I can do about it either. So it's like... Like, I I try to be kind. Like, to put kindness out into the universe. And to, like, do kind acts. They just don't, like... I don't have any feelings connected to the kind acts. I just do them, you know, to, you know, Chikana Lam. It's not like I'm doing them because it makes me feel good. That's fine. Because, like... There's no such thing as, like, thought crime. Yeah, So you exactly. can't, like, be terrible for Yeah, just, like, and I don't think that people, like, deserve yeah. to be unhappy or anything. Like, I think people deserve the nice things that I do for them. I just... Yeah. I just don't feel anything about it. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, my God. I do care about some people, for the record. There are some people I care very deeply about. It's really just, like, I care, like, a lot. Like, obsessively, they hate me because I don't get out of their face a lot. Or... <laughs> I don't have a lot of in between. I'm just mm. okay. I'm a scary person. I'm very Jenny Schechter, apparently. So we're just, uh, or I'm like Shay. Not really. Or I'm like Shane because she's saying like, oh, Shay is different. Like she's saying, she's emotionally stunted except for Shay. So like maybe I'm Shane. I'd rather be Shane than Jenny. So let's go with that. I could definitely see you more as Shane. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna make a list and determine all of the L word characters. Um, uh, star signs. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. So we'll see about that. So is I it, guarantee this is a, Poppy is a Scorpio. Is this based on their real birthdays or is this just how they act? I don't think they have birthdays. Okay. So let's see. Let's do it. Um, Tina screams Taurus to me. Okay, that's maybe fair. Virgo. Definitely an Earth sign. Uh, I will go with Taurus. Um, bet. Bet. Capricorn. Bet is definitely a Capricorn. I could see her having some Aquarius in her somewhere. Yeah. You know who I do think is an Aquarius? Jody Is Jenny. What? I would think Jenny's a Scorpio, but uh, I was going to say Jody was an Aquarius. I don't think Scorpios are that crazy. And Scorpios every Aquarius I know crazy is as shit. insane. <laughs> um, well... Jody could actually be a Sagittarius too. Okay, Jody could be a Sagittarius. Yeah. yeah. Um. Helena is such a Libra. What? Such I think a she's Libra. a Leo, not no! a Libra. Oh bullshit. Mm. 
If anyone's a Leo, it's I'm not Shane. sold on her being a Libra. She's such a Libra. Actually, um, you know what? No, I'm thinking about it more, and the excessive spending is really such a Libra trait. Yes. So, okay. Mm, and just being just, like, wishy-washy in general and emotionally manipulative. She's she's a Libra. Um, I don't think Libras are manipulative. Mm, well, some Libras. I'm not sure they mean to be, but Libras definitely, like, use their emotions as bargaining chips. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, Alice. Gemini? I'm missing a sign. Uh, yeah, she's probably a Gemini. I'm thinking just like communication and two-facedness. Is there... Well, I don't find Geminis to actually be two-faced. I'm a Gemini rising. I love Geminis. I have a Gemini moon. The last girl I dated was a Gemini. She's really lovely. Yeah, no, I really like Geminis, but I think Alice makes sense as a Gemini because she's like very communicative and that's a really strong trait Mm -hmm. of gemini's um do we have any cancers you know he's probably a cancer is max actually i can see it i was gonna say kit but i could see max i could see is like a fire sign though really yeah i could see him as an aries uh he just does not seem like an aries to me like, all the areas that I know are, like, a certain way, and it's hard to explain. Um, I'm interested, as one of the areas is that you know. Like, it, like intense but aloof. Well, like, that's like, how at I the feel same about him, time. is that he's got that, like, he, he started fucking black market testosterone because he didn't want to wait. And, mm. um, but at the same time, he's got this very kind of, like, detached, I'm not going to get involved in this drama. You know, you know what he is? What? Pisces. No. Very. Yes. Very influenced by his relationships. Yes. No, I'm a Pisces moon. He's not a Pisces. I think he's a Pisces. Uh, maybe he's a cusper Aries Pisces. Could be. Or it could be Aries could moon be. Pisces. That would make sense. Aries sun Pisces moon like me or something like that. But okay. I think personality wise, the two of us have a lot in common. Um. Shane. Shane's got to be a Leo, right? Yeah. Shane's a Leo. Um, Dana? Oh, my God. I forgot about I Dana. No, Dana's the Pisces. Dana's the Pisces <laughs> Absolutely sure. a Pisces. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tasha, I don't know well enough. Tasha's fucking nothing. Tasha doesn't she's have nothing, a yeah. star she sign because she's she the worst. She just came from the earth. Um, I told you I think Poppy's a Scorpio. I don't know. Scorpios get so attached to people, and she doesn't get attached to people at all. Mm, that's true. God, I don't like that you are de- <laughs> deconstructing everything I think about all the signs. Poppy seems more saggy to me, or... Mm. That doesn't feel quite right. I feel like I'm forgetting. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, nothing really feels right. Maybe Sag, yeah. Yeah. Eh. Whatever. So those are, yeah, those are our astrology thoughts of the day. <laughs> um. Oh, did we do, we figure out Jenny? I can't remember. I told you I think she's Aquarius. Yeah, I'm seeing but... it. I'm seeing her as an Aquarius now. 
Mm-hmm. I yeah. can see Every it. Aquarius I know is insane. <laughs> oh, so. my God. I keep getting crushes on Aquariuses. It's awful. We're the worst. Um, yeah, I personally am a absolute sucker for Libras. God, like, I can't even imagine really that. Really bad. No, I keep just I want to date Geminis. Geminis would be good for Geminis me. are great. I love dating Geminis. I'm telling you, my last Gemini girlfriend, she was amazing. Why is she in India? I know. I don't know. I miss her. She was in Utah, though. She was in Utah, and now she's in India. Well. She texted me the day she left for India out of nowhere because she saw me on BuzzFeed. Oh, that's interesting oh yeah well that's because you're famous yeah so. but then i was like why are you texting me and then she was like oh i'm leaving tomorrow and i was like oh okay so you're feeling nervous about leaving <laughs> so you're reaching out yep i gotcha but it's fine <laughs> um there's a fucking cat on me if you didn't know i don't know if you knew there was a cat on me this whole time um bandit could you not <laughs> okay hey, so bandit. jenny was boss bitch and it was cool uh, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Tina because she's working with Jenny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, so Tina she was hitting like... on Bet. Yeah. Wait, you you go first or I go first? Oh, I don't care. Whatever, you go first. Okay. Well, I was just mad that she was hitting on Bet because I didn't like it. It made me really uncomfortable. No, I agree. What I was going to say was that I feel like Tina and Bet have, as often it happens on the L Word, have off-screen major personality and decision changes that we weren't privy to because everything important in the L Word happens off-screen. So last time we saw them, if I recall correctly, was when Tina was screaming at Bet in her office. And now they're like cuddling and I still love you. And what... Wait, no, that's not true, because the last time we saw them, they were getting um, lunch, and they ordered the same thing, and Tina was like, Angus is cheating on Kit, and Bet was like, no. No, 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 that was before, because remember the scene where Tina came and yelled at her in the office was before Bet had Angus into the office and confronted him about the cheating, so she already knew. What? Yeah, that was the phone tag episode, which was more recent. I think it was our last one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I am. So, um, <laughs> yeah, basically off screen, they've decided that they like each other again. And okay. Except that Bet then two scenes later is like, Jody, please be monogamous with me. I know. And it's like, Bet, your life would be easier too if you could just not be monogamous. Yep. God, these people. If you're having a hard time sticking to one person, but you still want to be with both of the people that you are trying to be with, mm-hmm. just be poly and God. just fucking talk to people. It's not that hard. Fucking lesbians, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Tina wants Jenny's movie, um, but like she doesn't want it in like an emotional way. So I don't really feel connected to her struggle. She just wants it because like her Me boss told her just to get it. And yeah. uh, she's jealous of Jody. Um, she doesn't like that the baby's learning ASL, which was adorable. Um, it was very cute. Marley asking the baby if she needs more of whatever was on her plate, and the baby saying yes, she needs more was very cute. Um, yes, yes. And just her going up to him, going, "Oh hi, how are you?" To Angelica was very cute, and I was very into it. It was very cute. I loved it, especially because she says she hates kids. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking believe it, Jody. Don't buy it, Jody. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, so Tina's, what did... Tina's socks. She's a marshmallow. And she goes to the thing and she's like, my boyfriend doesn't understand me. And I feel like I made a mistake. And I miss being surrounded by women and being part of something secret. And, okay. That's, I think that perspective is stupid. And yes, I do think she made a mistake. She could have just asked Bet to use a strap on. Like, it's yeah. not that hard. I mean, I think anyone who's not things. a lesbian is making a mistake. So obviously I'm I, of that mind. They know they're making a mistake. Every straight girl has told me that they hate being straight. Yeah, so. straight girls and men are all making mistakes by not being lesbians. And they should be shamed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, should we do that? Yeah. I also thought she that she was being there, too right? nice to Tina. She was and just so like leaving nice that door open. I didn't so like weird. it. Yeah, like just like holding her all like tenderly and you don't have yeah, to like, think don't of it. do that. Like, what is this? Be mean. Damn, you have a girlfriend. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. You guys are terrible yeah. together. And they they actually were like functional exes in this episode when they had that moment where they were like, oh yeah, we it bought this crazy. art when we were together. Like that was really nice. And I'm like, if only that you was could really continue cool. having this relationship where you were amicable exes because this works really well. Yeah, and I feel like it would be great because we would have Jenny and Max being amicable exes, mm-hmm, which and I love. We could have Bet and Tina being ugh, so good. So good. But we'll never have that. Nope. Um. Also, uh, I forgot that when Bet was talking to Jody, uh, like out by the pool, and they were talking about how like Bet wants Jody to be monogamous, um, Bet was saying that like she's not evolved like mm-hmm. Jody is, and like she was assuming that jealousy isn't a part of being in a poly relationship, mm-hmm. and I think that that's important to touch on because it's not true. Yeah. Like, jealousy is a part of all relationships, mm-hmm. I also, regardless. I also don't like the idea that being poly is... I feel the same way. I had the same conversation with a snooty bisexual recently. It's like people... Mm. Some people who are poly think that they're better than monogamous people, that they've discovered some sort of higher thing. And it's like, it's just yeah. a preference. And it's like, this is the same way, like, this bisexual person was like, why would you ever limit yourself to one gender and I'm like I'm not less open-minded because of my orientation like why are you like fuck you <laughs> like it's not my fault I'm not bisexual so yeah yeah they were definitely implying that's like, that that's so dumb yeah. like okay you this is gonna come off as like gross a little bit but like in the same way that you can't control like what your orientation is like you can't control, like, what diseases you're going to have. That's a weird you know? take. <laughs> it is a weird take. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, you you don't know this thing about yourself until, like, it happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, that yeah, that was what I was trying to say. I knew, it, like, it's a weird thing to make to say because, like, in the past, people thought that being gay was a sickness. Yeah. Which I understand the, the flaw in that. Yeah, but whereas, like, being poly and being monogamous is being, like, yeah, I do like to eat my eggs with ketchup. Exactly. So it's just your relationship always style. Eat them with ketchup. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. Um, the bisexual thing is something I feel like some bisexuals... Most bisexuals are absolutely lovely. Some bisexuals, I feel like, when they're trying to just take shots at straight people, end up saying stuff that fires back at gay people and not really giving a shit. 
like when they're like oh imagine only being oh. attracted to one gender i'm like oh straight people are so boring i'm like that's also gay people you realize <laughs> and it's like okay wow and i that's mean so there are also plenty of gay people who are super biphobic so that. like i'm not i mean there's obviously issues on both sides but uh this was one that happened to me recently and i was just really annoyed by the whole thing yeah you should be annoyed that's so stupid i was annoyed um anyway yeah um, um most bisexuals are bad except for me i'm the best uh, most gay people are bad except for me i'm the best so great we, we can be the best together we did you see my <laughs> tweet about being the lesbian today it was funny <gasps> no i'm gonna go find yeah, it yeah go look at it it was a it was a quote retweet it was funny okay i'm opening it was from early this morning okay yeah, I slept through both my classes this morning, Ooh. so I didn't see anything. I also have um, my, I'm always so funny. impressed when famous people can read tweet that was liked by Mark Shepard I from Supernatural. I saw that. <laughs> Which was it was so fun. very good. I was like, oh, hey, famous person, way to read my tweet. <laughs> but no, it's from okay. 11 hours ago. I see Marco Impossible. Oh, skimmed lesbian. Yes. You quote tweeted it saying, me having crushes on boys when that is not in the job description. Because I only skimmed what? being. I skimmed being a lesbian. Like, I didn't read it carefully. Oh, fair. Yeah. I get it now. I'm go. sorry. You had to explain it to me because I can't read out loud for some reason. It's because you're famous. You can't read. This is true. It's all I'm illiterate. Um, anyway. Um, I feel like we covered Bet mostly already talking about Yeah, and Tina and Jody literally was just there to talk to Bet and be like, monogamy is dumb, but I am willing to do it for you. So, um, Jody is not speaking out loud to Bet when they're one on one anymore. She signs to her now. So that's I like um, it. That's yeah, that's an interesting development uh in their relationship. Um and it was realistic Mm -hmm. that Bet was able to understand what she was saying. I liked it. Yeah. Um, um, who else is there? I guess we could go to Alice. Alice exists, sure. So Alice looked cute this episode. Um, everyone looked pretty Except good. Except that her episode, date actually. outfit was—I thought it was a mess. I liked her hair though. Her hair was good, but her her top and her skirt were like it was a little too billowy. Yeah, yeah. She needed like one billowy thing and then one tighter thing. Yeah. Everyone looked pretty cute out. this episode. Um, there was a part when Bet told uh, Jody that she looked beautiful and she was like glowing when she was out by the pool and the sun was on her. And, like, yes. Yeah, it was nice. Um, uh, yeah, so Alice is dating Tasha. She's like super surprised that Tasha's offended by her being anti-war, even though. Again. I know, this has already <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, so stupid. Yeah, but their sex scene is hot. Yeah, except that it was, like, they only had them in, like, two positions. Mm, and it was very long. It was, like, Alice kissing Tasha's butt, like, 500 times. Yeah, I thought that was her boob. No, it's her butt. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> I have people make the same, like, confusion when I'm reading Invincible Summer. I was gonna say, They're it's like, Invincible Summer. which part's the butt? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess some people care. Oh. Um what else um wait so about their dumb ass war conversation yes like tasha doesn't even respond to any of the shit that alice is saying no she's just like she's not even listening to her 
No, she's just, like, offended that Alice is even saying it. She's like, oh, so are you saying I grew up in the hood? And it's like, no. Yeah. It's like, she could listen. She could pay attention for one second. Like, it wouldn't kill her. Yeah. So, yeah. But I also got mad that Tasha said, um, what the fuck did she say? She was saying that Iraq was better off because of um, American interventionism but the fact of the matter is that that's probably not even true because um, it doesn't really matter. Just all the shit I know about democratization, how it has to happen from the inside of a country and also has to occur over like a long period of time. And once when an outside force goes in and does it, like it tries to force another country to democratize, it usually leads to the collapse of that country. Mm. So I can't say yeah. I know like anything about it. So. I was just sitting here yeah. listening to them talk about the war going like, hmm, I was like 10 when this happened. So cool. Like, I'm yeah, not connected. Um, I just feel like it's so interesting to hear about now that I've taken several classes on like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, what is it? International relations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Um, Seth Alice, uh, Kit. Oh, yeah. So Kit. Um, actually had something to do for once. Yeah, she sings with Angus, and then she has, like, a half-assed basic sort of, like, meltdown on stage, mm-hmm. and then she goes and she drinks, and then she goes and she drinks with Poppy, and it's And they don't have sex, um, and that was very cool of Poppy to not have sex with her when she was too drunk. And Poppy also yeah. wasn't, like... And Poppy like, lives in Echo Park. Mm-hmm. And Poppy wasn't, like, learned that. angry about it, so that was nice, too. Um, mm-hmm. Poppy also looked really cute. I liked her hair down like that. Um, I didn't even recognize her at first. Um, I don't remember. I didn't like her in that dumb vest outfit. Instead of being all in corners, she just had like a little braid on the side, and then the rest of her hair was down, and it was nice. Um, mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Kit uh, is drinking again, so that's not great. Um, and she didn't get to be on the chart, which is also not great. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah both... I do like that she and Poppy are friends, though. Yeah. That's an like interesting that. dynamic. Cute. Yeah. I don't know. It bothers me that her only personality trait is being straight and being an alcoholic. Yeah. I mean, they really. I don't know why Pam Greer decided to waste her time on the show. I... Me either. They must have been paying her damn well. Yeah. She looks better than she That's had. That's why they can only afford one set. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, Angus looked really good. I like his scruff. I wasn't looking at him. He's a boy. I don't care. I know. Yeah, I'm the bisexual on this show. Is he gonna, like, stick Uh, around now that he and Kit are broken up, or is I don't think so. I think he leaves after the season. Whoops. Yeah. Um, Helena? Uh, is now gambling, and there was that really super weird money sex scene. Yeah, it was so dumb. Oh, God, show me the money. Um, and then, like, feeling up her thigh with the money. And, oh, God. Oh, it was like, God, what's it was the so point? Bad. There's, there's a Queer as Folk moment that's like that, that's similarly terrible with some sort of sex with objects thing. And it's really bad. And it reminded me of that. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't like Catherine. I don't like I, no, I do like her. I was going to try to find something I don't like about her, but now I like everything. She is a boss bitch. 
She's so fucking hot. Um, I love how she sits, like how she like collapses into chairs. Um, I mean, all of those things are true, but I think that she's like, I wrote down, uh, Catherine is playing Helena like a fiddle. Yeah, she is. And I like Um, it because I don't like Helena. I don't like it because I love Helena. Helena's being a stupid idiot like she always is. She is, but she's beautiful and I want the best for her. Yeah, and I and don't Catherine's like. I, I think I Catherine. I think she like you could make the argument that this is an abusive relationship. Oh, you she's like absolutely not letting could. her see her kids. Oh, 100%. Okay, great. Because I didn't want to be like oh, no, no, it is. I I let me let me make it very clear. I'm in no way saying that Catherine is a good person or is in the right. I'm yeah, saying that she's an yeah. interesting character and she's hot as fuck. Okay, all of those things are true. But, so I love her. Yes, <laughs> it's the same way I like Boss Fish Jenny. It doesn't mean I want to know her in real life. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I, uh, I there's just something really upsetting about watching uh, an abusive relationship, and also because I think you can just really tell that Helen has never been in a relationship like this before, mm-hmm. and so it's like kind of heartbreaking to watch someone go through this for the that first makes sense. time. I so I don't have any per, um, firsthand basis with abusive relationships, so I don't have like a connection to it like on an emotional level. So I think mm-hmm. I'm very and because I watch a lot of problematic TV and media and read a lot of problematic TV and media, I'm very able to separate like I love this relationship like in a form of media does not mean I would be supportive of this relationship in real life. It usually just yeah, means yeah, like, yeah, this is really interesting and the dynamics are making me ask questions and something. And that being said, I don't even like this relationship because I feel like it's really one dimensional and boring. Like I feel like it's yeah. so obvious that Helen is being used and played that there's no like nuance to it. So um, this isn't even a case of like this relationship is unhealthy, but I like it. I don't like this relationship. Like when they were making out, I'm just like, oh. But I just love Catherine because she's. I like so them making out, charge. but I feel like their sex scenes feel a little choreographed. Yeah, but I mean, like, I also we didn't really get to want see Catherine to sex, fuck really. me on a bed covered in money. So that's that's true. Also where I'm coming from. Okay. Yeah, but she can skip the whole feeling up my thigh and calling my crotch the money. That that part can be skipped. Yeah, that was really Jesus. gross. That's it, and it. that's a part, one of those things that's just, like, so obviously scripted, you know? Like, that's just, like, uh-huh. nobody is saying these words. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. Um, Shane? Shane. Yes. Um, I like her relationship with the soccer mom. They have a nice chemistry together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's refreshing because we don't really see that kind of yeah. relationship in this show. They seem very comfortable with each other. Um, I like that Soccer Mom isn't intimidated by Shane. Me too. Uh, the fact that she's like a professional lesbian doesn't scare her, even though she's never been in a relationship with a girl. Um, yeah. I like that Paige is like, Paige is my kind of um, bisexual. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like me, mm-hmm. like what the brand that I am. Mm-hmm. So I, I like seeing I her. I get that. She seems very comfortable and confident, and she doesn't feel any urge to apologize for herself. And I like that. Yeah, which I love. Um, she's cool. Yeah. She's not, you know, my favorite character ever, but I like her. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I like her dynamic with Shane. Shane looked hot as fuck, as always. Um, yeah, of course. That I make up. Oh, my God. Take me away, <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Um, and Shane and Shay were adorable. Of course. And now it's ruined. 
because David well, Hasselhoff wanted me to shut up and it's all totally yeah. That's it's whatever. Um and by whatever I mean it is depressing that it's the dad is extremely back. Extremely depressing. And I'm really sad. I didn't like Shay's reaction to seeing his dad. Um, I get that he would be excited to see his dad. Like it's his dad. Yeah, but if my parents, both of them, abandoned me, um, I don't think that would be my reaction. Yeah. I mean, it it depends. Like, how much was does he, like, know about the nuance of what happened, you know? Like, does he feel abandoned? I don't know. Probably more by his mom, who, like, literally abandoned him. And we don't know, like, how yeah. present his dad was in his life before the That's abandonment. That's true. There's just, I don't know. And also kids, some kids forgive easily. Like, I'm sure he's got resentment, like, deep down. But probably, like, his first yeah. reaction to seeing his dad is still like, oh, my God, that's a person that I love. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I feel like maybe if it was the mom, he would have had a different reaction. Yeah. And maybe that's why they chose to bring back the dad. And also because the dad's relationship is more interesting. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, Very depressing end to this episode. Made me very sad. Yeah, I was very unhappy. Yeah. Um. All right, I think that's it. I have terrible news. DoorDash is down, so I can't order Nando's at the end of this. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna order something else. What about Postmates? Uh, I don't have Postmates, and uh, signing up for a whole new thing seems really exhausting. I'll just order pizza or something. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. What the hell was I gonna say? Um. This week we are sponsored by Wink again. Um, so what Wink is, is it is a wine club. Um, you can do it as a subscription. I think you can also just buy like one box of bottles of wine if you want. Um, you can go to bit.ly slash gay wink. That's gay and then W-I-N-C, um, like wine club or like wine, but the E is a C. I don't know why they decided to do it like that. Um, we'll never know. But they sure did. Yeah, and you fill out a little, like, questionnaire thingy, and they tell you what wines you'll like, and then you order the wines, and who knows? Maybe you'll like them. So that's it. You can go to bit.ly slash gaywing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> um, you can go to bit.ly slash gaywing to get $20 off of your first box of wine. That's bo- a box of four bottles. There we go. I, That's the ad. I just want to give the important update. Oh my god, your cat just jumped the fuck over yeah, you. Yeah, she does that. I have all four cats within arm's reach of me right now. Amazing. I'm surrounded. So. What's your announcement? That was the announcement. Oh, I have all four I love cats it. within That's arm's That's a good reach. announcement. <laughs> I could touch four cats right um, now. Sometimes I touch all four I of them at that. once and I feel like very powerful. Yeah. You know, speaking of having cats, if I get this job in... Okay, well, if I get this job in Ontario, it's not going to be that hard to move Bulby. But if I get this job in Santa Cruz, how am I going to transport my cat? You're going to drive? That's what scares me. I'm going to drive? I can't take him on a plane? 
You, in a carrier? I think you probably can. Um, people do. It's expensive to fly with cats, but you can. Um, but you might okay. drive. My, I mean, if you've got a whole bunch of stuff. When my sister moved with her cats, they just drove with the cats, and they found cat-friendly hotels on the way and mm. stopped in them, and the cats were miserable, but it worked. I mean, when I moved from New York to here, which obviously wasn't as long, um, and from here like four New hours. York, just drove with the cats. Yeah. Yeah. They were miserable. Yeah, I mean, that makes Astrid sense. I do that drive here. entire way. For five hours, she did not... I mean, every single breath, she meowed. It was <laughs> unbelievable. We had to roll out the window for the toll at one point, and Seth is driving, and he reaches out to hand the toll lady the money, and Astrid just looks at it through the carriage, just like, ah, like, save me! And the toll lady goes, oh my god! <laughs> I still have a star on my wrist that she gave me when we were moving. Oh, you little bitch. She's a sweetheart. She was she was mother wall. She peed all over Bandit before we'd even left the neighborhood. Yeah. She's very stressed. Anyway. That does sound stressful. Um, okay. So What is um, hot or not? Hot or not. Okay, I have a hot. I still need my not. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. My hot Go right ahead. is Poppy for, I know, you're making that face, but she showed Kit a good time, and then she was respectful of Kit's boundaries, and then when Kit woke up and still didn't want to have sex with her, even when she was sober, did she get mad? No. She said, I will drive you home. And was just generally really classy and nice and showed, like, an old lady a really good time and wasn't pushy. And she looks cute with her hair down. Yeah. And, um, I support her. So, Poppy. Yeah. Oh, also, we should make note that Poppy did not know at this point that, um, that Kit's an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. She had no idea. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. Uh, who the fuck is my hot... I didn't. I usually write it down because I know I'll forget. But I don't know. I didn't think anyone was that good. Shane was pretty good. Um, who? Shane was good. Um, Jenny was good. Catherine was good. You wait. You know what? I'm gonna give it to someone who's not in the main cast. Do actually, it. I'm gonna give it to Paige. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who's like a really solid bisexual. Mm-hmm. She deserves it, and she supports Shane. And she's a good girlfriend. Even though they're not girlfriends, but they're definitely girlfriends. They're definitely girlfriends. Um, yeah. My not is going to be Helena. Because just watching her mm. turn herself totally into a doormat. And it was exhausting. And she's doing this thing that I feel like happens on TV shows sometimes that's really frustrating to me. Where literally everybody knows that this character is making bad decisions. And you know that it's not going to end well. And it's just... Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate the the obvious downward spiral because you know what's going to happen and so it's like this false sense of tension because it's already resolved in your brain so like in our heads we've already gone oh well Helena's going to lose all her money and be totally destitute because we know that that's going to happen even though it hasn't happened yet so it's just like stalling and she's caught up in this plot and this sort she's being so naive and that doesn't feel like Helena to me like she was supposed to have business savvy and like know what she was doing she fucking ran that whole arts thing or whatever the fuck at the donations yeah. and foundation or whatever the fuck. So, like, ugh, it just feels like she's she's not Helena. She's just, like, the naive person to be taken advantage of. And it's... Ugh. I agree. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, I also want to give Alice an honorary hot. Because I like that when she and Tasha were fighting, she was like, tell me what, why this means something to you. And like, we should talk about our disagreement, this uh, whatever disagreement that we're having, because then we can understand each other better. Yeah. And I really um, support that. Um, but my knot is gonna have to go to... Mm, it's gonna go to Tina for just being like... Ugh. An emotional wet blanket. Yeah, I, I thought like about it. giving it to Tina. So, I mean, I always support giving it to Tina because she's literally a um, yeah wet blanket. I really so. thought about giving it to Jenny just because, like, I don't like the way that she's treating everyone that's supposed to be her friend, um, and I'm like sick of it. Yeah, but also she'll probably get it all next season. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's fine. Um, all right, you, got, you ready to hear what the next? episode is you know i am yeah so this one was lexington and concord the next one is oh get ready the worst title i think i may have ever heard it is lisey lilting lyrics that's a really bad title it's a really bad title there's no eileen shaken that's too bad it's gonna be interesting do we have eileen in this one yes oh yeah we totally didn't talk about max well, okay, yeah, so the girl that Max is working with, whatever, he's interviewing her for Alice's website, she's kind of transphobic, like, a little she is. bit. She's, she's, like, but I think she's transphobic in a way we're supposed to like. <laughs> she, yeah. She was, she handled being corrected on being transphobic well, so I think we're supposed to look at it as a positive quality. I'm not, I think that's what Eileen was going for here. I mean, I do, she yeah. does sort of say, like, there are tons of reasons for people to transition, and I'm fine with all of them, and, like, that's a nice point of view, I guess, like. But asking a trans person why they decided to become their correct gender is, you know, not a good take. So dumb. Yeah. So bad. But yeah, I, yeah. I guess something's going to happen with her and Max. They date, I think, briefly. Yeah. And she seems, so, I mean, it's as far as characters on the L word go, she seems okay. So. Yeah, she's fine. She's whatever. Um, Okay. Uh, Lacey Lilting Lyrics. Yes. Oof. Jenny and Tina. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> Jenny and Tina look for the right movie director for Jenny's screenplay. Um, but they soon butt heads over creative differences. Phyllis's husband, because Phyllis is back now, uh, drops by unannounced at Alice's place, where he ends up being consoled by Alice, Tasha, Helena, as well as Poppy Stop over people. his wife leaving him. Yeah, I guess all the gays are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Bet is falling hard for Jody and lets her emotions and jealousy interfere with her work. Kit manages to crack through Poppy's hard emotional outer shell with unexpected consequences. What? Okay. Okay. Shane's estranged father, Gabriel, arrives to take Shay back with him to Portland. Well, that just happened, but okay. Yeah. So, oh, you'll like this. Episode 11 is titled Literary License to Kill. Ooh, I do like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this is episode nine next week, Aww. and I cannot wait to be done with this season. I know. We're, uh, so, we're like, kind just of being able to see, Being able to see the light at the end of the tunnel has made me want to end this so much sooner. We could always just uh, stop. No, we can't. But we... No, we can't. We're so close. We're going to finish it, and then we're going to watch Queer's Folk, and I'm so excited. I know. 
I think we're just about at a year uh, anniversary of us doing this podcast. Oh, my God. So we're doing well. Yeah, isn't that crazy? We are doing well. People listen to us, which is good. We appreciate our listeners. Yes. Speaking of appreciating our listeners, if our listeners appreciate us, nice. <laughs> um, they should leave us a review on iTunes and on Google Play, if that's where you're listening, um, because that would be super helpful and great and help more people listen to us, which is also super awesome and great. Also, if you want to, you know, help financially support us, yeah, um, because we need it mm-hmm. um you can go to steadyhq.com slash so lesbian so lesbian uh i have always said the en and then I, apparently i found out like yesterday that i don't need to do that so incredible now i kind of feel like an idiot but it's fine um yeah and then you can follow us on twitter our show's twitter is at so lesbian ppn hannah is at hannah mosk and i am at jesse underscore quinn correct All right, that is it for now. Um, See you guys next week. Adopt a cat. Adopt a cat. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.